What's up, players? Your four big booty best buddy boys are back to inform you of the best of stuff and probably talk about anime because we talk about anime every single episode. But my name's Rob. I'm joined, as always, by three of the finest that England have to offer. I've got here my boy, Brandon. Ohio gozaimasu. <laughs> I've got my boy, Jack. Hi. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and my other boy, Ryan. How you doing? Hello, but in Japanese. <laughs> and yeah how are you boys you all okay how you doing not too bad yeah yeah it's been a while I forgot to do this it's been so long since we've recorded yeah for, someone couldn't for... be fucked last time yeah put his yeah. what was it your family ahead of recording the podcast i believe whole week late and it's all robert's fault hmm. i think that means he should automatically lose this week whatever he brings I mean, he will anyway because his choices. I, I lose. Be I lose every week, Jack. I lose every other week, Jack. Like it, it makes it makes and not no just difference. on the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, just in life, life, really. Shame. 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 In the words of Lilo, Lilo, yeah, Lilo. Lilo. That's it, isn't it? Ohana, mate. It means family, and that's what's important. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. an alien. That's Robert. the listenership, mate. That's the family, not your actual family now. Yeah, I made that content. <laughs> when I can afford my Ferrari, then sure, then uh, then I'll start bumping out, other, bumping off other people. So that's fine. But yeah, we're talking about. So this week we're talking about our best soundtrack, which was Brandon's uh, pick from uh, from managed, last episode. Managed to win a second, if you can believe it. Spoiler alert for last episode. Um, yeah, best soundtrack. It's our first music one as well, which is quite exciting. So looking forward to this because I know we're all big, a big avid music listeners. So yeah, should be quite passionate. I think. Am I right in thinking that uh, we all do listen to quite a good range of music as well it's not like one of us is just like i only listen to pop or i only listen to metal like we all listen to quite a, an array of genres when it comes to music and uh have an appreciation for different types of music as well so, so hopefully that will lend itself to what we believe to be a best soundtrack yeah i think it's gonna be a uh, one of those where you know there could be actual fighting on this episode because physical fighting oh, it's gonna be tough because the only right answer is the is the last is the the final song in the Jujutsu Kaisen closing track. That's the only answer because that's the only thing you should listen to. I mean, to be fair, I I <laughs> I think that was why I what swung it between what do I prefer to introduce Kaisen and Demon Slayer, and I was like, dude, that outro, it's doing it for me. <laughs> Just to remind the listeners, we're not an anime podcast. We are a generalist podcast, if you can believe it. Sometimes you can't, um, but you know, I can't. <laughs> No, but if you want to talk about what we have been up to, I have been watching Blue Lock, which was a recommendation from Brandon. Ew. And I, at first, bumped him off. I was like, I ain't watching that because fuck football, man. I do not watch football. Yeah, I'm, sports I'm anime are so male. good, though. Like, consistently, sports anime are amazing. Have you seen it, Jack? I've not watched Blue Lock yet, but uh, it's on my list. It's, it's amazing. Good. It's it gives you that like anime shake, you know, where you're in this the chair and is maybe it's just me, but like rocking backwards and forwards watching it. Does it does anyone yeah. else get like, like that? Deku really watching epic? All Might as a kid just yeah. swinging. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, if yeah. you want a good anime to watch, you rarely go wrong if you just pick any sports anime. You gotta mm. watch that Haikyuu. they are the best people. Haikyuu's on good. the planet. Free is great. 
Uh, what's the what's the table tennis one that's really good? I think it might just, it be just be called, called ping, ping pong. pong. Yeah. Literally yeah. animation, yeah, I believe. It's incredible. Really good. I do. Yeah, watching Blue Lock made me want to watch more sports anime because mm. I normally just sort of ignore it. I did try Birdie Wings, the f- women's golf anime, but I've that was a bit of a flop. i heard things about that. Uh, it just no, bored me. I, uh, um, I mean, but the second that's, season's that's just coming golf, in. So. And I love golf, but she, it's... It, we're going to get into it. So the whole point is that she's got this array of crazy golf shots, right, to make up the colours of the rainbow. I watched a lot of that show. She only ever did one fucking shot. All it ever was, indigo swing or whatever. I'm like, do more. Give me more nonsense. Come give on, me Red man. Rocket. Give me, give me Red, red Rocket. It. Yeah. You can't ask people to give you a Red Rocket, mate. That's, you're gay. that's, the, that's the Patreon. <laughs> Why does a dog come wandering onto the golf course? <laughs> What's going on? It's why we're such dog people. Is that um, why you're a dog person, Jack? That's it. I spent all my time at uh, undisclosed dog shelter. <laughs> Wanking off dogs. Wanking <laughs> off it's dogs. two minutes into the podcast, boys. But that was good anime. Uh, it was very good. So good recommendation, Brandon. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, man. And now I want to buy... Because I hyperfixate on everything, I want to buy one of the Japanese World Cup tops that oh, were styled off of Blue Lock. Because yeah, they're so I think nice. That's cool. They're very cool. Very cool. Why don't they do more like more of that in sports? I think you'd get more people watching it. Yeah, if but they a load introduce... of people already watch sports. Like, it was <laughs> yeah, done in I Japan. don't think sports viewership is uh, something like, that yeah. people need to worry about. Yeah. Well, I think you'd get even more viewership if you extended it to a, a wider audience of, of nerds. So yeah, no, I do agree. I think that's why all the F one cars instead should have like Itasha liveries. It's just like anime girls plastered across it. I I, tell I would wrong. love to see Lewis Hamilton Lewis Hamilton racing a um a Hago car. That would be great. <laughs> I would all over his helmet yeah, as well. I- <laughs> but the thing is, like Lewis Hamilton's that drippy that I reckon he could pull it off in a oh, weird yeah. way. Like oh, yeah, yeah. It probably probably would. <laughs> like what racing anime are there? Because, like, there's Initial D. Initial D, Wang and Speed Midnight. Racer. Speed um, Racer. What's the new one? What's MF, the new one with the... Um, MF Ghost, I think it is, that's the new one coming out by the dude who made Initial D. With the GR86 in it. Yeah, GR86. They've got a Formula that's 4 too. one coming out soon, I think. Hmm. Formula 4? Yeah. They can choose any formula and went for Formula 4. I Why mean, is that big in Japan? Like, I, I don't know. What? It's Formula 4 just okay. racing smart cars around if they're that slow compared to <laughs> Formula <Yeah. laughs> carriage, I think. With a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> With yes. a spoiler. Formula 4 anime overtake announced. Huh. Great. It's- to be fair, if like Rob was saying, that's probably the the sort of sport that does need the boost in viewership. So yeah, yeah makes so. sense. So, um, how did we find choosing our best soundtracks? Do we find it easy? Do we find it hard? Because I found it easy, extremely hard. Easy. I, I think really? I've been claiming that my choice has the best soundtrack for years. So I, it was pretty clear cut for me until one of you ends up saying something that is better and I'm like oh oh no but no I'm pretty confident with mine actually I'm pretty confident I'll lose 100% I, I, I'm just pretty confident I, I don't you should be you should be backing your choice if it's your if it's, you think it's the choice, best but I back it because yeah. I like it and if I like something music it's it's probably 
noise to 99% of the population for some stupid reason. So, so is it just going to be like the uh, the sort of really seedy, grainy sounds uh, that come from the Meat and Fuck series? Is that what it's going to be from you, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Really niche. Really, really niche. Yeah. How do you find it, Jack? Do you find it okay? I, I mean, I, I've still got like six or seven tabs open where I haven't made a final decision. So we're going to see. Every it does week. this every week. Every week. Do you ever come into a podcast recording with like, yeah, I've got my answer. I'm ready to go. I've got it. Guts was the only one, I think, at all. Okay. That you thought about. <laughs> yeah. And even that probably didn't read that, that much thinking, right? Like, I don't. No, it doesn't. Look at him. Perfect man. He just glanced over at his shrine and was like, I have my answer. <laughs> Pulled apart the sticky pages of my berserk manga. At <laughs> least laminate it, Jack. Jesus. Uh, oh, good point, boys. Demon Slayer's <laughs> back in a, in a few days. Everyone's going to know when we record this now. But Demon Slayer is, is back tomorrow. So I hope yeah. I'm excited. Brandon, I can imagine you're excited. I'm excited. excited. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that episode again. We, me and... Roberto watched it in cinemas, uh, which was very cool. Got to see it early with that weird little promotion thing, top tier. Yeah. But I'll fucking watch it again. Yeah, it's exciting. Hopefully everyone here listening. Place, yeah, it's going to be great. Even better because the, they'll be based to this this time instead of Yeah, and I can in the cinema just pause it if I need a piss. So, yeah. That's a good, a real quick one if we're going to talk to soundtracks. And I guess this is a bit of butt stuff as well. How long do you boys think cinema is going to be around for? Do you think it will go? I think no, I think it's going to go. I think it will go. I think it's going to change. What happens in change? I don't know. I, they need to adapt because they're all in the toilet at the moment and struggling mm, to get people mm. to come in. Um, mm, I, don't know. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it being a lot less popular. I think they will always remain, but it will be... There'll be a lot fewer of them, and I think it will actually become a point where instead of you go to the cinema because a movie's just come out, they do what some cinemas do now, where they tend to show like older movies or or like very popular movies, so you can experience it in the cinema again. Like you spend a week just watching Marvel from start to finish. Oh, yeah, mm. but where it's more of a sort of an event around something that's already established, as opposed to I'm going to the cinema to watch something brand new because I've already just watched it on. Sky Cinema in my house or whatever. I, yeah. I think it will start going towards that kind of affair. Mm. Yeah, like I was, I was tempted by to go and watch the D and D movie, but I mean, fuck it, I'll just pirate it if I need to, and then I'll, I'll pay to watch it when it's on a. <laughs> we, we, we can't condone that. We do not condone that at all. Hey, look, just, look, just real quick, my my partner's from China. She she has the hookup on the uh, the dodgy Chinese websites and she can read where things are so she knows where to find the good shit. <laughs> wow. They, there's your tip then. No cinema. Pirate everything. Yeah, send, yeah, us, send us an email. Bestbuddiespod.gmail.com <laughs> no. I'll reply with a link and uh, I'll find you what you need. For the authorities that are listening, that is Jack. None of us can know that. Arrest oh, we're that all in man. this together. It's Not a joint us. email account. Everyone's in <laughs> No, I mean, I am going to email in after this just so I can get the link, but... <laughs> right. What are those brackets? Okay, so first up, it's you and me, Ryan. And then second up is is old old Brandon, old Jack. Old I think I'm the youngest here. What do you mean? <laughs> young, old man young, Brandon. Old young, heart. young man Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> I'll let you go first, Ryan. Go on. Good Lord. What a gentleman. So, so I I struggled with this immensely because there were about if I wanted to win, I would have gone with, you know, your Star Wars is your Lord of the Rings and 
given you like an essay on X, Y, Z, easy peasy, piece of piss, probably would have won. And you know, that might call up next. And then I was like, no, let's do something that I actually believe in. It, those are great soundtracks, but like, it's not personal, right? Um, and then I went to Xenoblade and Near Automata soundtracks, and I was like, we always talk about video games and anime, like, let's talk about something different for change, you know what I mean? Um, gotta bring some culture to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I I don't watch a lot of films because I don't have the attention span. But uh, a few years ago, I first watched uh, Lost in Translation, a film by Sofia Coppola, and it's an incredible film. And the soundtrack is incredible. And I've chosen that because personally, my music taste is uh, I kind of like dream pop, kind of shoegaze, kind of very ethereal, dreamy kind of soundscapes. And that genre was big in the late 80s early 90s kind of died off because it was it was to quote some of the reviews at the time it sounded like hoovers so no one was buying it um but then this film lost in translation it's kind of a a film about two people in different um, phases of their marriages that meet out of nowhere in a hotel in tokyo and it's kind of this dreamy uh, an hour and a half two hours of them meeting and will they won't they and maybe being friends maybe being lovers but it's a very melancholic film and it's a very dreamy film and it's got this soundtrack which it just it it's like half that film it just completes it so so much and uh, we'll put a link into one of the one of the songs it's like just like honey by jesus and the mary chain and it's it's a curated soundtrack so it's not a um it's not an original score, but it's just curated to such a level that there's three distinct points at the start, right in the middle, and right at the end of the film where the soundtrack just absolutely blows you away. Like, you cannot... I watched it last night, and I was in absolute tears. Um, but it's it's an amazing film. It's an amazing soundtrack. It makes it dreamy. It makes it melancholic. And it was so good that it managed to you know, kind of revive Shoegaze's genre in 2003 and then to the point where like my bloody valentine which is the like leaders of that um uh, genre you know brought out a new album out of nowhere and so did the jesus and mary chain and jesus and mary chain did a live venue and brought out Scar- scarlett johansson who's in the film with bill murray on stage with them they had such a big impact on that small genre and it's close to my heart and i, I can't i can't not say it's lost in translation soundtrack i mean so the the Kevin Shields was like did original scores and shit for that. Yeah, he, he did a like, little he was bit of heavily, heavily involved with Lost in Translation. Yeah, so Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, so it's it's a pick that's slightly left field, and it makes me sound like a bit of an indie wanker, but that's who I am as a person. So you know, but you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, should we put, should we, what was the song called that you said I'll, was the? I'll so. What we'll do? Should we play a little bit? We'll, should we play a little bit here? We'll yeah, play we'll, play, a bit we'll here. play a bit now. It's uh, just like Honey, wasn't it? Jesus and the Mary Yeah, Chain. I've got a video that kind of gives you the mood of the film if you've not watched it. That is Bill Murray. It's so good. 
yeah it's an amazing film if you if you would like if you've seen eternal sunshine of a spotless mind it's that kind of vibe very melancholy um and the soundtrack is is just perfection in my opinion this does seem very you ryan it is very ryan this is very ryan it's a very personal pick and i don't mind being tore apart for it because i love it so if it does i'm more than excited expecting it not to win but it's um it had to be this pick my initial my initial question um so so bill murray was supposed to be in that movie married to scarlett johansson because she looked about 15 and bill did not yeah so it's it, so in the film bill murray's like an aging actor and scarlett johansson's like a 22 fresh grad from uni uh, visiting um, Tokyo with a new husband who's a photographer and essentially Bill Murray's in like a loveless marriage in Hollywood and she her husband is not listening to like she's clearly very apathetic and maybe depressed and like her husband the photographer is not listening to her at all so they kind of get together because they're both in like a weird place in their life and come together and and uh, I think one of the things I want uh, um analyses that I, I read in the past couple of days just said it's a film about those two eye fucking for about two hours and <laughs> it's, it, yeah and yeah it, it, it does it does acknowledge that it is a bit of a weird age gap but you know Sophia Coppola in the, in in her analyses said she always meant it as, as kind of friends even though that um they do kiss at the end spoilers yeesh spoilers um, <laughs> um but yeah it's Oh, I love that movie to bits. I love the soundtrack. It, it just makes it feel like a dream of a film, um, really serial. And then there's a song by Madly Valentine halfway through that include called Sometimes, and it hits at just literally the exact precise millisecond, and it 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 tears you apart. And if if that's not the best soundtrack, that it can do that with such precision when it, exactly when it needs to. Sure, you know. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it is. So the 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 film was released in two thousand and three. Is yep. it two thousand and three? Two thousand four. But the soundtrack's really nineties, which is yeah. The genre is super nineties, and like yeah, yeah. Everything since there's been. I could talk about shoegaze and dream pop for hours, but it's kind of ish moved on from that. But a lot of it is very very slowly iterative. Yeah, a lot of the sh- modern shoegaze bands I've flat out rip off stuff from the 90s or mix it with metal like metal and shoegaze is a weird mix which is just angry hoovers and i do love it as well um, angry hoovers. but yeah it's, it's mixed into pop like bands like always and kind of big indie dream pop hits at the moment so you know you get that reverby drenched effects in a lot of modern music you'd find it's kind of slipped parts of that genre has slipped into more public consciousness in bigger indie bands. Um, so is this where your like love of things? Because like this, not complete reminds me of it, but because I don't really listen to sh- uh, to that shoegaze. You call it? Maybe I do. I listen thought to you were just going to say I don't really listen to shit. <laughs> <laughs> no shoegaze, but it reminds me of our girl. Is it, yeah, some no, of that reverb kind it's, of like spacey, dreamy kind yeah, of um, uh, music, which it, I can really see like a link in terms of you liking that to, to this. Yeah, so. I got into um, kind of My Bloody Valentine, Shoegaze, and then watched this film. And you watch it a very... I mean, this is me talking about the film, by or whatever. It's our podcast, we do what we want. Um, 
you watch that film when you're kind of feeling slightly melancholic and you'll click with it. It's, it's. I agree, it's not for everyone. But I've watched. I don't watch. I don't rewatch films apart from Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park's the best film that's ever been made. And I can watch Lost in Translation anytime. It's it's perfect soundtrack because it it is the third character of that film. And there's not a lot of soundtracks where you can say that it has such heart, such soul, and elevates that film to. Yeah, it's hmm. the goat of the soundtracks. Yeah, I, as I, I don't really listen to much like shoegaze or or anything like that. I, I've happened upon it probably from soundtracks from like films or or what have you. Um, and I've not seen Lost in Translation. Um, but from your sort of general description of the synopsis and then from that snippet, I can very much get the kind of vibe of the movie and how fitting yeah. that would be. Um, so I do get how that does probably, it is to the film's benefit and definitely sets the tone a lot better and pulls you in. It seems very, it seems very, I don't mean this potentially as harsh as this will sound, but I don't know how else to describe it, but very background music. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's yeah. not a bad thing because it doesn't completely take you out. No. It just adds to the scene. I don't a, know how hmm. else to describe it other than time, just background. <laughs> the way the music is mixed, it kind of blends into like the background of the scene. You're exactly right because it, it is meant to kind of... Because they're both in Tokyo, they can't speak the language, and there's lots of comical nonsense about them not understanding Japan. So they look, they feel very alienated, and the music kind of makes you feel that because they're never. It allows some silence, but then when it's a busy scene, they'll get some like music, a music um, to kind of make it feel like really dreamy. Because the the one big thing about the film is they can't really sleep because they're so jet lagged. You get a lot of that dreamy music in the background to kind of really make you feel quite ethereal. So I do agree with you. Like a lot of the music does have its place in the background, mm. um, but they do at certain instances they really do bring it to the foreground in truly exceptional ways. And I sound mm. like an absolute wanker, but um, Jack's nodding, and uh, I agree. So that's why you're here, right? Um, wanker brackets <laughs> affectionate close bracket. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I film. think it's cool though. Like that's that's it's the, a good movie. That's the point of listening to music, right? And I think that's why um, you know we all like music so much is that it invokes that kind of emotion in you. And I think there's a lot of people that it, it should do that too. Yeah. And even those that say they don't like music, I mean, this is more of a general topic, right? But even those that say they don't like it, there must be something that they listen to and they're like, yeah, hair stands I mean, on end. That's... I really like this, and that's the thing, right? Like soundtrack is, it is crucial for a film it's crucial for a film a game a series and everything that's why i could have gone with Xenoblade on near because it does exactly the same to me but i think lost in translation does it to a more i don't want to say artful because that sounds wanky and games are art as well i'm heavily involved with that movement no they're not they are um <laughs> but i think that there's more there is more there's more of a marriage between what's on screen and what's going on in the soundtrack and i think if you can do that really well that's such a key quality which is why i ultimately chose that over some of the games plus we talk about games all the time and you guys are going to do an excellent job of talking about maybe that or films but yeah i thought i'd do something which is closer to the heart why i enjoy more music wise generally compared to soundtracks so 
I'll shut up now. Right on, man. Right on. Hmm. Rub you your rebuttal. My turn. Okay, my turn. Um, <laughs> Ryan said right at the start that he didn't go for the obvious choices because it didn't really invoke any sort of true, like, oh, that's really me. And I'm going to say this definitely did. And maybe some of you can probably guess what I'm going to what I'm going to choose here. Um, it's really close to my heart. I mean, I've called my dog after a character in this series. So it's really, really big for me. And the soundtrack is fucking amazing. It, it is fucking amazing. And it is it's Star Wars. It's a new hope. It's the new hope soundtrack, um, which is composed by John Williams. And it was performed by uh, the London uh, Symphony Orchestra. Um I am a big fan of classical music. I love classical music. I go to the proms every single year with my dad. I listen to a lot, a lot of classical music. And um, when I think of film, because I don't, same with Ryan, I didn't want to go games because I could go games. Um, I could have gone with like newer films. But when I think of a soundtrack or I think of music, I want to be able to picture scenes of that of that film in my mind as I, as I, mm. as I listen to it. Right. And nothing, there is no soundtrack like that soundtrack from star Wars that invokes that kind of thought, emotion, feel it, it, that is the end one I can think of personally. Uh, when I like, listen to it, I was like, yes, this, this is star Wars. You play even just the main theme to anyone, anyone, they will know exactly what it is from from the first yeah. like five seconds. Not even that first two seconds. Just the the horns, the violin, the strings, the brass, everything. The way it's used is perfect, and it, it, it paces that film wonderfully. You know, we're talking from uh, you know heroic introductions, really big, big, loud, loud sound, all the way to really dread filled, almost like anxiety inducing music when you're listening to Imperial bass music. So Imperial Attack, which is a big track on that one. That it was very difficult for me to choose A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back, but I think the really the Empire Strikes Back. The reason I like that is because it's got the Imperial March, which I mean, it's a fucking incredible piece of music, the Imperial March, and it instantly makes you think of bad guys and like a really bad situation right but also badass um but at the end of the day a new hope is where it came from um i think a lot more people will know when they listen to that and also i do like actually from the newer newer films phantom menace i do really like um uh i forgot the fucking name of the song jewel of the fates that's the one also very good really cool really epic epic music um it has got cantina band on which Outside of being an absolute meme, and it is a meme, it's really cool. That like, everyone knows what that dude. Yeah. Love, everyone knows that from. Love right? some jizz music. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cool. It's like it's like pop pub music. Pop. It's like pop music, poppy pub music. It is it's super cool. Because I I thought about mm-hmm. Star Wars because probably everybody did. Because yeah, it I is... almost feel like John Williams is cheating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna go with. Uh, a film series but I was going to do all three films and I, I'd mm. almost mm. allow you to pick one trilogy and then use all the music from it I don't know how the others feel but I think that I think personally that would be absolutely fine if you wanted to say like the original trilogy as a because I think John Williams did all of that right so I think it's yeah. fair to, to include all of it I was going to say I, I my gut was I would lean the other way and you have to pick a film okay yeah but I don't mind as long as the composer is the same for yeah. all three films. I was going to say, to be fair, say if you were to pick the, like the original trilogy, there probably is a lot of overlap as well. Like you yeah. will have 
the Star Wars opening theme in all three of those, the Imperial March and all of those, and then other less popular spacey Star Wars songs. <laughs> um, like There probably is a fair bit of overlap as well. I, I thought this was going to be Star Wars versus Jurassic Park, so, you know. So that's what I thought Ryan was going to go for was Jurassic Park. I know you're a, a, a massive fan. And Jurassic Park soundtrack, again, John Williams, fucking amazing. Like, go on, hand up. If I, if I could rebut that, like, I, I look foot long and hard about it. And I think when uh, Brandon and Rob recently visited me, I think I showed you Brandon my very expensive for some stupid reason um, Jurassic Park vinyl it was cool and I thought I'd go with it personally but apart from the stuff that I really know because I I, I absolutely love that film there's one song that everybody knows and it's the theme tune and the rest of it is it's good but it's not like Everyone in Star Wars is a banger, right? But everyone in Jurassic Park, it's good background music, it's a good score, but it's not like you're not, not as gonna memorable. Be bopping in the club to it, so that's why I didn't choose it. But Just carry on. yourself. But, I see yeah. what you mean. I see what you mean. If, if I'm going to choose, like, and, and you know, we're talking about using the trilogy, but I, I will stick with A New Hope because. You, you, I mean, as you say, you can do it pretty much every every one of those uh, trilogy albums, albums playlist. But the the New Hope, you listen to all of it, and you can almost you can almost play the whole film, right? Just listening to the soundtrack from beginning to end. My favourite song though is is Ben's Death and Tie Fighter Attack. just because of the the emotion at the start when you've got all of the strings like coming in you know when when you find out ben has died and it's a massive spoilers. it's a massive yeah sorry this is massive spoilers. Probably spoilers. Put a caveat in this. um for a film that came out in 1977 uh, i guess so yeah uh, if you haven't watched star wars now what are you doing go out and listen and, and like watch it but like watch the really the old trilogy and maybe the uh the trilogy before uh like one two and three but i wouldn't watch any more than that um but like it, you get this wonderful, like really heartfelt string section, um, which then leads into that imperial, almost industrial classical sound. And it is just so cool, man. Like it's, there's something about that. I, I think I'm, I'm really fat, a big fan of like the Imperials, N- not not from their ideals and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but the uh... love a good space Nazi, <laughs> yeah. space Nazi. Let's go. Um, but you know exactly when they're on the screen, right? And it's the same with the Rebels. You know when they're on the screen because you get that really big, like hopeful music and that heroic big sound, and it's just so fucking cool, man. I love Star Wars, and it I. It is a shame to see what's being done to it at the moment, but <laughs> even the soundtracks from some of the new stuff, like the Mandalorian open, like um, opening, I guess you could say, is really cool. Like the way they uh, they did that was really cool, and I like that. I just don't really like some of the new the, series. The I think that's all churning out. Soundtrack, the Force, like had March of the Resistance, which is such a bob that it was on my running playlist for a while. 
But A New Hope all the way, let's go. It's so fucking cool. And Jewel of the Fates is really cool because Darth Maul is sick. Uh, it's really good. And it won loads of awards anyway. I mean, it, I mean, it is the best because at the time it won three Grammys. It won a BAFTA. It won Go- Golden Globe. It won... I did say that I wasn't going to win, but I, I wasn't expecting to go against Star Wars. So, you know. You were. Yeah, but the point is that it's, it's what you guys think, right? It's just, I think if you were to play... Um, anything from Lost in Translation, you'd, you'd probably have you'd have quite a few people that'd be like, I don't know what this is from, but it sounds good. You play Star Wars yeah. to anyone, they're going to know what Star Wars is, right? They'll be like, okay, it it's it's Star Wars. Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know how to sort of just describe it, really. Like, it's it's great, but I love Star Wars so much, and the the music is a massive, massive part of that entire franchise. Which to it and to some films it carries some films right like you watch it because it is really epic and fast paced because the music is such a bop man it's so good so yeah really cool also if you go on Spotify and you play any of the Star Wars soundtracks the little scrub bar at the bottom is Luke's lightsaber it's pretty sick that's cool cool. it's pretty sick yeah Yeah. but if you to be fair if you play the Lost in Translation soundtrack the little dot for where you are is actually Bill Murray's head (laughs) tracks across um, his forehead just uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. obviously they're two very different soundtracks, but I feel like you've both you have very similar reasons for picking. If like it's both obviously from the heart, something you're very passionate about, and and both for similar reasons. So it does sort of very much set the vibe of the movie or the scenes in it. Um, so it's it's tough, and I'm trying not to just think Star Wars because I've seen Star Wars and I know that, but I kind of get. I'm probably with Robin that you hear some of the music from Swords and you immediately get that sort of vibe. Like Imperial March comes on, you're like, someone's going to get fucking choked. Or like, mm. it, you know, or like the, the rebel theme comes on and you're like, I don't know, a speed is going to explode, whatever. But it, it's, I don't know. It, I don't know, man. I, I'm leaning towards Star Wars, but I will put it over to my co-judge Jack for his, yeah, his no, review. It, it's, it's tough. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen both. I've, I've seen Lost in Translation and obviously I've seen Star Wars. Um, but I, although I think Star Wars does a really, really good job of capturing specific moments, I think Lost in Translation soundtrack does a better job of capturing a vibe, like an overall vibe. And I think maybe, I, I, I 100% agree with Ryan in saying that the soundtrack is another character, like another main character of that film in a way that I do not think Star Wars is managers. Like, I think it's really fantastic, but it doesn't sort of try and take up the same space because it's not what it's there to do. It's there to punctuate, whereas I think Lost in Translation is there to just to get a feeling across. And I think personally, I'm leaning towards Lost in Translation, which might mean that you guys need to come up with another one. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't we say that we, we, think about if it ever was a draw that we'd do it there, who would win in a fight rule? <laughs> who would win in a fight? Yeah, who was in the fight? Are we picking a character from each movie that has to fight? Or are we picking John Williams? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the composer should fight. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Because to be honest, I don't think, even though she was Black Widow, I don't think Scarlett Johansson could well, defeat well, I Sif think it would be John Williams versus Kevin Shields, which is essentially a shot-in introvert. So, I think John Williams has got that, if it was a fight. Honourable mentions, just before we go on, I 
So this is more for Ryan. The Incredible Soundtrack is a fucking slap. It is so fucking good. Listen to the Incredible Soundtrack is awesome. That was good. No, it's a, also, I think Star Wars is a fantastic yeah. soundtrack. I just don't think it it's trying to do the same thing. Yeah, it's it's a very different vibe. I it's very different use of the sound. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it, it's purely a personal taste where I appreciate more a soundtrack trying to do what the Lost in Translation mm. soundtrack is doing rather than the Star Wars soundtrack, which is phenomenal at what it does. Mm. but is very much doing what most movie soundtracks are trying to do in that it's punctuating um, certain moments the in the film. It's, it's, it's doing the scene. It's getting your heart racing. It's getting you wanting to, yeah. it's wanting to you know, feel what Luke is feeling, feel what well, Vader's feeling. I don't, I don't think he feels very much. He just wants to fucking kill everything at the start. I, but I, I, he does I don't have even think it's doing that. But I think it's, it's trying to get you to feel what the director wants you to feel. Wants you to feel. Whereas mm. I would say the Lost in Translation soundtrack is more trying to do what you were saying there trying to get you to feel what the characters feel and inhabit the space that the characters are in well i don't know no hold on no because i the the soundtrack the the ben's death track from that that makes you feel i I just think there is a a line between okay ben has died here luke will obviously be sad the audience should be sad opposed Mm. to a slightly more diegetic quality that the lost in translation has Mm. but uh, it's purely a subjective thing like, I, I can see how people would think that the Star Wars soundtrack does exactly that. I just don't personally think yeah, it does. Yeah, like, I know I shouldn't be chatting shit and supporting Rob, but um, I used to be a massive Star Wars fan. I went to see, like, Midnight Release and Force Awakens, yeah. and when mm-hmm. the, the main theme during the opening credits came, like, it literally brought me to tears because that's what yeah, the power it gets, of that soundtrack it gets your blood pumping, and it's fucking yeah, yeah. exciting. It's phenomenal. They're all phenomenal pieces of music. It's purely... My my point is purely in the the um the way that the audience relates to the soundtrack yeah. rather and and the purpose of the soundtrack. It's not a comment on quality at all. Like Star Wars is mm. absolutely phenomenal. I love Star Wars. I love everything about it, except the new stuff. Um, except Andor is really fucking good. And oh, I still not see Andor. That. That's one I haven't watched yet. Andor's Andor watched that. fucking phenomenal. It's maybe the best Star Wars thing to come out in years. How mm. how we still in this out? I think we need to decide which of the composers would win in a bare knuckle brawl. Partly because I just think that's hilarious, but I, I think I am still sticking with Star Wars. Yeah, as no, my I'm, vote. I'm happy with either to win it, and so I guess we could justify Star Wars that way. I just wanted to say something about say, like the, the say a piece, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. And this is the point of this, right? Like. I, I want there to be some passion here, it's right? So and I will not make close. another decision. It's so it's fucking hard, close. It's tough. It is. I I'm purely to going the way I'm going because it. I feel yeah. like I relate to that part of the mm-hmm. movie differently than I do with the Star Wars movie mm. and soundtrack. And that, that's... I also wanted to say, maybe you picked one. Maybe Jack. I don't know. Maybe not. But I was going to say the the new Tron soundtrack, but only because I fucking love Daft Punk and Derez is a tune. But I don't think that whole thing is. Is very good. Did you see it? Thomas Bangalter did a piece he with is the BBC op- recently? He has, and he's, he's, his music has been released for a recent opera that he's done um, a, a score for, which is really cool. So he's really, he looks old now. I would say not old, he looks middle-aged. I'm not mean to put off the middle-aged audience, he just looks a bit older than he used to. Uh, have you listened to it yet, Jack? I've not had a chance no, to listen to it. So. so the winner of this one is good. Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, so- I'm happy for Star Wars and John Williams to take it. I just, I did want to say that if Ryan is also leaning. 
towards Star Wars as a, a thing. I mean, but, I uh, don't if want... If you want the fight to be there, we can go down to John Williams versus <sighs> Kevin Shields. I, I'm just happy that, you know, out of the many, many listeners we clearly have, that if we get one more person listening to Shoegaze based on my impassioned speech, that's fine. So Star Wars can win as long as I get to chat shit about something that I really love, which is that whole genre of music. So, yeah, Star Wars can definitely take it. I'll, I'll, you know, bow down to you, sir. Congratulations. Well done. Listen to Our Girl. Our Girl's fucking sick. Does that shoe game? I would say that was more like that- grungy well, compared to shoe games. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> but so much about genres. <laughs> if you, if you want to listen to, if our viewers want to listen to, like, peak shoe gaze, listen to the Loveless by My Bloody Valentine's, one of the best albums you'll ever listen to. Um, turn all your lights off, put a good pair of headphones on, and that's it. Done. It'll be great. And lube up your hands. <laughs> so I, I mean, did. just as uh, also just to Kevin, I have now just quickly googled Kevin Shields. Uh, John Williams would beat the shit out of him. I'll be honest. John with Williams you. is ninety-one, be... Brandon. But I think, no. In all fairness, I think it should be John Williams when he finished composing when the movie came out. Well, if if that's if that's the case, so then a couple years off, and I still th- I think he's got that old man anger. I think he's fair different. I mean, yeah, Kevin Shields is an introverted shut-in that almost broke a label because he spent too long tinkering with the album until it was quote unquote perfect. So yeah, I think yeah, John would yeah. Would Kevin Shields see John Williams and be so fucking uh, overtaken by his aura that he'd just come himself to death? Because I would no. That would not right. happen, and I hate that image that is in now in my head. So please never Wait, say that. Who's, again. who's in your head, Robert or <laughs> Kevin Shields? <laughs> I don't. Can we can we go on to the next bracket, please? Star Wars is a one. delicious menage a trois. Um, <laughs> go on then. Who's next up, Brandon or Jack? I don't know where we go from that. Well, the real question is, Jack, have you figured out your pick yet? I've got so many. Why don't you go first, and yeah. then uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do my usual of running through multiple picks. <laughs> Oh, you can't do that. One. That's cheating. I think I think you have to pick one All first. Right. Say you're will, one you do, then one. go through stuff. Here's, we'll run through here's how we do it. We just Brandon, make you go Jack. First. I need to pick. <laughs> we just make Jack go first of the entire podcast next week. Brandon, you you go first yeah. here though. Yeah, we should. Brandon, go uh, first. <laughs> okay, I will go first. Um, and real quick, I think they were both uh, phenomenal choices um that, that you guys both pick so it's a very good um so i went with uh, a somewhat different route um so i'm going to take us all back to october 27th 2002 which is when we will then get whisked back to i believe 1986 because Grand Theft Auto Vice City Ooh. came out on the PlayStation 2, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Push me, cause I'm close to the end. <laughs> Incredible soundtrack, right? Now, 
the 80s had a lot wrong with it. The fashion, hmm. Um, but but the monstrous cocaine habits, not great. Um, but one thing that the 80s did very well was music across a number of genres as well. 80s pop music, there's, there's some just incredible bangers there. 80s like rock and 80s metal as well. It's just a whole different vibe that you don't get anymore. And and Grand Theft Auto Vice City took the best of the best of anything up to, you know, I think the middle of 1986. Just fucking chucked it, just compressed it into one massive soundtrack and it's it, it's just unbelievable, right? It's There's a little something for, for everyone, regardless of what you're into. But you'll be running around in GTA, you'll hop in a car, you'll take the scenic route to get to your mission because the soundtrack's so good. You'll just sit in the vehicle and just listen to it. Yeah, I've got two hands up now. If you tell me you guys haven't played Vice City, I'm leaving. I, I think I think I want to go first in asking you when you played Brandon, um, what was your most listened to radio station while you were driving around? I don't know, man. Like I'm into it all. I'm into. I genuinely, it would just be whatever was on in the car that I just stole because their their pop one emotion was full of bangers like Africa by Toto's in there. You've got Kate Bush, but then oh yeah, you, you could. Yeah, that was, but oh my god, it's it, such a good pick. Yeah, no, I mean, it probably would have been the um, I forget the exact station name. I think it was just like Vice City Rock Radio yes. or, or something like that. But yeah, uh, as someone who I fucking love, just like classic rock and and metal and stuff like that. So I mean, it would have like Motley Crue, yeah. Iron Maiden, yeah. I think some Slayer in there. Um, Judas Priest looking through Twisted, just incredible soundtrack. But I would just as happily then go on to like the pop or anything else. You got like Blondie, Flock of Seagulls, Human League. I mean, it's just every ELO, mate. You, yeah. Jack, whatever the fuck you've chosen, you're going against a Now album of the entirety of the eighties, yeah. yeah. and it's got ELO yeah. and fucking Toto on it. Like, I d- and you got Frankie Goes to Hollywood on there. You, you've got a fucking job yeah, on here, mate. Like, the pressure's oh, off because yeah. it doesn't fucking matter what I pick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if you would really count it as the soundtrack, but just as a little throw out, when, when you do step in the car, the Voice City public radio segments with Maurice Chavez, incredible, hilarious. Um, that was just a talk show, so I don't think it really counts, but it's very good. Um, but it's just a an absolute powerhouse, and I will absolutely, every now and then, if I'm just like, oh, I don't really know what to, to put on like in the car when I'm driving to and from, work if i don't feel like a podcast or anything normally on a friday i'm like yeah i just want a vibe i'll just load up spotify i'll be like where's that voice city soundtrack playlist put it on shuffle it's going to be a good drive i'm going to be feeling like on top of the world i feel untouchable with that soundtrack playing good lord okay here's here's my flip right Mm? it's very good really good because you have some awesome tracks i don't listen to them and think of grand theft auto I just listen to Africa and think, fuck, I love Toto. I listen to Two Tribes and think, fuck yeah, Frankie Goes Hollywood is sick. And maybe because San Andreas is more my game over Vice City, personally. Yeah, but, no, that's fair enough. Um, um, but but I guess- I'm interested to see what Jack does choose, just because, it, again, this is really different to what me and Ryan chose, because you've gone for like, uh, how would I describe I, yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's a different the- kind of soundtrack. It's where it, it wasn't music created just. Yeah, um, it's good. 
Yeah, it's no, good. I know what you're saying because it's all songs that are already out that have been collected to be put in as opposed mm. to necessarily music created specifically for it. But when it's something set in a certain time period, yeah. and so it's all the things that come together. Mm. Uh, and obviously, you, you might, you probably, like I say, you don't think of it when you hear some of those songs because that's not what you associate them with. But mm. for me, that was probably the main reason for me listening to more 80s stuff and getting into more 80s was from playing Voice City. That was the easily my favourite Grand Theft Auto. Um, and even just from like, playing it when I was younger, I was just idiot kid, can't really, you know, never really got that far with the missions. I still have a great time just driving around in circles on the first island, just listening to the soundtrack. Um, yeah. So I have that, I guess, nostalgia or that association for it more. Um, and you'll find a lot of those songs that are on that soundtrack in probably tons of other video games and movies and TV shows and, and whatever, set in that same era or trying to capture that same vibe. So I can see mm -hmm. how you may listen to a few of the songs and then be like, oh, well, I actually associate that with Miami Vice, but, or, or you know, Scarface, whatever. Um, but I don't know, man, for, for me, it, it's what pulled it together and it, it definitely sold the vibe of like 80s, like effectively Miami, just the neon lights, the sort of, pop-up headlight sports cars yeah blue and pink blue, blue and neon pink, everything. blue Let's and go. pink hawaiian shirts <laughs> 80s blaring and a drive-by with a mac 10 it's just chef's kiss go on jack are you ready to are go you against this goliath of a <laughs> no i mean i'm i'm on the back foot i so i think i think all of us here like it's Movies or TV shows, I suppose, but more movies or video games are the two things that we're picking between. I think I'm going to go with video games, but in terms of movies, I, so first of all, first thing that came to mind when I was picking in terms of a movie, Prince's Purple Rain, the movie, because it's a Prince soundtrack. It would have been pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, very good. it's very, got, very good. you know, Little Red Corvette, When Doves Cry, Purple oh. Rain. It, oh, it's man. a hell, but it almost feels like cheating. <laughs> Because it's fucking Prince. Yeah, that is. Um, Prince is incredible. Yeah. Then I was thinking, oh, wait, Blade for Confusion, the first track of the film <laughs> with the blood uh, coming yeah. down on the Caesar ceiling. And then I thought, oh, no, wait, that's not a soundtrack. That's just one song. That's <laughs> a song. <laughs> um, the same thing when I was thinking about Matrix, because that has fucking Rammstein mm. on the thing, it has some Deftones, it has fucking Rob Zombie with Dragula, which is just a perfect song. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I went, I went, I went video games. So you and went, then I was like, you went, you have gone with a video game, then yeah, because right, I was like, <laughs> especially because yeah. we've had two movies, we've had one video game. I think the the beauty of going last and having all of these options and not really choosing yet. Uh, because they're all so fucking good. Yeah, um, I will just throw it. Then one of the things I was considering because I, uh, I spoke to Buddy Mine yeah, yeah. before we were talking about this and saying soundtrack. And and one thing I did consider if I was to go with a movie was actually Guardians of the Galaxy, regardless yeah. of my opinions, oh, oh. regardless of what I think of Chris Pratt. Um, it. It's, my dad said that. My because I. It's got a good soundtrack. He said he said Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies have had a good soundtrack yeah. because of the yes. way they do it when yeah. he's making his I, I, um, his mix track. I do have a Mondo pressing of uh, the first movie's soundtrack because um, it, it is it slaps it slaps. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say my, my sort of run-ups that, that were uh, ended up being movies, so it was that, and also um, Scott Pilgrim versus the oh, World is a very yes, good Yes, that's a good song. They're both very good. Oh, Metric! Oh, my God, I still want to see Metric. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. They still do stuff. Yeah, I think they still do I stuff, right? So because I have a big crush on the lead singer from Metric. On the lead yeah. singer, Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's cool. Metric and Beck, I think. Beck did the soundtrack for that. Beck's didn't a they? bit of a, uh, well, a the soundtrack for it. Yeah, but Beck did all of the. I think the actors sang, but the but Beck played the music. So when they're playing, they're it's actually Beck. It's pretty cool in a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought Brandon, you would have done Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought Rob, you would have done that random Gundam film that you jerked off for about a million years. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Gundam Thunderbolt, yeah. Thunderbolt, there's some cool music in it. As, as like really good music. Improvisational, improvisational jazz soundtrack. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. No, but he listened to but the but the but the guy that I've got his bloody name. Uh, not Io Fleming. That's the the other guy. But the the, the bad guy, bad guy uh, who drove Psycho Zaku. He would listen to like pop. Now, was it J-pop or was it K-pop he listened to? I can't remember. Right, he was definitely one of those. Just Gangnam style playing as he's blowing people's smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them. It was one of them. Um, um, no, yeah. go I, on. I, I did think about that and then leading on to that Samurai Shampoo as well. Ooh, very good yes. size. Yeah, just Ooh, very solid, good. Solid. Very good. Um, so yeah. moving into video games, and I, I think this is this is definitely the way to do it, like... I could have gone with a movie, but I think having video games facing off and then movies facing off and then we'll have video game versus movie at the end. I was thinking about the Breath of the Wild fa- soundtrack purely because of how it um, reacts. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and yeah. sort of the low keys understated. I was like, oh, maybe it's too understated. In my um, opinion, it is too understated, but I get why you would have um, chosen it. I, I mm. had I had thought about the Guilty Gear soundtrack because oh, yeah. Smell of the Game is a fantastic track. Uh, Maze theme, Disaster of Passion is great. But really, it's down to two. Video games, soundtracks, you're looking at two. They're both JRPGs. Oof. You're looking at either Persona or Final Fantasy. Ooh, mm. wrong choices. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, so my, I had a backup video game one, but I didn't choose because I'm not sure how familiar the rest of the group is like i was quite a big fan of it but i, I my other thought was the devil may cry soundtrack those early Ooh. games gets quite heavy i've not played devil may cry yeah. which is really shit because i really need to play it but I, what is it is it like rock what is yeah it? it gets quite like rocky and um rocky it's good man it's got it, it definitely sort of sets uh I, I think it does a very good way of setting the tone so like when you're just sort of more exploring uh, and going right especially that the, it would be devil may cry one for me i think but um so you'll be going around the sort of um like gothic style buildings almost like the churches and castles what have you and it's all very sort of quite solemn um like a sort of like orchestrally music sort of thing and then the monsters mm come in and then like a heavier sort of like fucking bass line kicks in and the rock starts going you just feel badass as you're just shredding doing some like just stupid combos um, it, it's good it, it gets you feeling pumped but again I was like I'm not sure if everyone else here has the same sort of vibe for, for DMC that I do well Jack go on choose Final Fantasy on, or Persona 
And you, you've got to pick God, one now because you can't do this thing now. We've all reacted. And you, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Um, Flip a coin. It, it, the thing is, I'm not choosing out of two here, am I? I'm choosing out of Persona four, <laughs> three, four, and five, or Final yeah. Fantasies one, two, fifteen. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's going to have to go to purely because, yeah, I. It's probably not going to win. I hope it does because I think we've all spent a lot of time with it. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen and 14, Soken, Okay, okay. Uh, Soken's work with all of the dungeon themes, the sort of homages to past Final Fantasies, uh, to near Ryan. There are near tracks in there. You just a reminder. You bastard. <laughs> You've played um, the fiddle. That is the. It's very good. Well. No, it's very good. Oh shit! Like you've gone Heaven's Ward. I've just remembered yep. that is a fucking yeah. incredible. Oh my god! There are phenomenal oh. pieces across all of the expansions, and I think the thing about them is you end up because you spend hundreds of hours listening to them. You do end up with these really emotional attachments to them. Also, one of them has you just shouting "Lahi" at the top of your voice every time <laughs> it comes on uh, when you go into the forest. So I yeah. Um, and I think it's just, it's a love letter to decades of some of the most, like, people's favourite video games. Um, yeah, I think, just for those that don't know, for Final Fantasy fourteen is an MMO, but it does have, like Jack said, a lot of retooled and rejigged music from all the other 13 mm. or 14 Final Fantasy games, which are amazing. Um so, just if you weren't familiar with what Final Fantasy fourteen was, we spent a lot of time in it during lockdown, like a lot of time in Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen. What track? What track are you going to put in for the preview, Jack? It's please tough. choose Heaven's Ward because it's so fucking good. I love that. As song. long as it's not the so fucking good. track that plays from Thousand Moors of Totorak, I've still got PTSD oh, from running that shit dungeon a million times. <laughs> Jesus, roulette can suck my ass. Right. So the great, the other great thing about choosing Final Fantasy fourteen is they regularly tour the music. So there are fantastic mm-hmm. full orchestra versions of most of the tracks. And one of my favourites is Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Music's so good that can we all remember the, the little bands that we used to go watch in game that were made? Yeah, that, that was such a weird and surreal experience. But watching like in game avatars of actual people playing an actual orchestra because the music was that good in like a, a virtual town. We yeah, lockdown was rough. We know it was rough on us too. It's a weird like, time, man. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, the music oh, it's great. God, I'm I'm looking for these these tracks, and I just keep finding other ones. I'm like, oh, maybe I should bring that one as well. <laughs> There's oh. so many good fucking songs. The oh, fucking yeah. Shiva fight where the snap comes in oh, with the phase change. Very cool. Very cool. Mm. Yeah. 
What was the song from the... Uh, was it Knights of the Round? That was the last... Oh, this is more spoilers. We will definitely put a spoiler tag in this because we're going to spoil yeah. a lot. But that's the last fight in Heaven's... Oh, actually, is it the last fight in Heaven's Sword? Knights yes. of the Round yes, is the is. last fight in Heaven's Sword, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that is awesome. I know you guys were all like, oh, this song's amazing from all the other fucking Final Fantasy games I've played. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm a noob. I don't know what this is, but it fucking slays. It bops. I love this. Play so, some fucking Final Fantasy, cool. Come on, man. Um, I know. I just don't. It's time, isn't it, man? So hey, you got the PlayStation 5. 16 comes out. You can get on the train at, at the 16th entry. Why not? Oh, God, out of the 16th. <laughs> Man, I think, for, so from my side, um, from the whole classical, operatic, like, love affair of, of that kind of, like, genre of music is I fucking love it so much. It is so good. And I, I keep going back to Heaven's Ward. That, that theme for mm-hmm. Heaven's Ward is just so good. And you watch it live. And you see them play that piece of music, and it is it, it always has hairs standing on my arms. Always, I'm like, oh my god, why do I react like this to Heaven's War? Because I like, I like Final Fantasy 14 because of the fun that we had with it. I don't think I'm a diehard Final Fantasy fan, but that song, I don't know why it does it. It's just so good. I think it's the 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 voice in the opera that sang. It's it's so fucking I think, cool, I think man. That's also, the thing is, you don't. It's not that it's a Final Fantasy game. It's that it's a game that we spent hundreds of hours in. We were playing it together yeah. and the story was good enough that it stands up. Like the soundtrack needs to stand up with uh, soundtracks in cinema to help that story work. Mm. Um, I, it's just, and it's always like performed with like real love and affection. Like they put on a show for it because they know that it fucking matters to people. Yeah, and it's got the um, near soundtrack in it as well, so it's an automatic victory. Yeah, from that raid series. Yeah, oh, shit, this is Jack. It's, you pulled this out of your eyes. It's actually a very good show. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I didn't have to soundboard about 15 different potential options off the. Group. No, but I, I, that went, out there. I went last. I felt like I needed to to go through my thought process um, uh, because I do it every single episode, and if I stop doing it now. Look, I, I, I come in here and I talk over people. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> I interrupt and I take up all the time and I probably talk about guts a bit. And then that's my job. So, yeah. Um, okay, so you have to pick. D- do we say that Jack has to pick one of the like expansions or one of the soundtracks because they're all no, in their own little like, sets, right? I would right? say... Or are we saying all of it? Because that's... That's a mighty... I don't know, because you've got to pay for the expansion to get the soundtrack. We could argue it's a separate game. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know I how mean, you would play they that They are rule. all done by Soken. Like, he, he has been... Like, Masayoshi Soken has been working on Final Fantasy XIV since after it was rebooted. I don't think he was there before the reboot. I don't think he was there for 1.0. Um, but I'm also not including anything from 1.0. Because I didn't play 1.0. I did. I remember, dude, I played even the beta for 1.0 and pre-ordered the collector's edition of 1.0. Wow. <laughs> I, I played some fucking Final Fantasy, dude, yeah. Looking looking at his thing, he was there for 1.0. He was just there alongside Nobu Amatsu, Ryo Yamazaki, uh, and a couple of others, who are probably also big names, but I can't be bothered. Um, um, shit, this uh, is really hard. I, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, and it, it's, it's, it's Final Fantasy fourteen for me, but I have to give Brandon a big old E-pat on the back, because pulling, I mean, pulling Vice City out of the air, like I, I, it's genius. It's such a good soundtrack. All I'm saying is that 
as great as Final Fantasy was, it doesn't have Working for the Weekend by Loverboy. <laughs> it doesn't have Africa either. So doesn't have Africa. Yeah. Doesn't have Gold by Spandau Ballet. <laughs> um, Sunglasses at Night I... by Corey Hart. Come on, man. Come on, there. I think I... it has Dragon Song. <laughs> I, I think I'm also going to Final Fantasy as well. I'm sorry, Brandon. I, it's we've had the memories we made during lockdown because it was a shitty time for a lot of people. I mean, me and, and Ryan are still legally married. To us. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my god, still yeah. married to Jack. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um. But just that song, man. Like I, that I know one song doesn't carry the entire soundtrack. I think the original like soundtrack from what, what was that? That's not one is it? Because they re-released no, it and it blew the world up. Then, you're thinking of, yeah, yeah, that mm. one is about as memorable as as turd to me. I, yeah, I don't I think, know. I think like, it, it gets to heaven's sword and it gets good. It gets good. But yeah. I also yeah. think it gets to heaven's sword cool. and they let so can actually do what you wanted with the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, no, it's- but that's that. It's that. It's that invoker feeling. And Brandon, you've you've ch- that is a, such a good fucking way of doing it. Is picking some absolute bangers from the eighties that is like the best of. No. But- it goes back to me not really thinking of Vice City when, no, I, when I listen to that music. That, that's very fair. But I do want to throw out, though, as a mild caveat, I think I've lost anyway, but I do want to throw out there that the reason that uh, I think possibly or certainly you have more of a strong connection for Final Fantasy is because we were all playing it together during a global mm. pandemic. Now, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think you should let that sway the quality mm. of saying the question is what's the best soundtrack not what was the best game experience what not okay, which okay. of these got me through um a giant crisis yeah um, fair enough fair, totally fair so i, 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 the other side, I still think it's final fantasy 14 you know Let, i'm not i'm not sure that will swing it but i do think i need to put out there that i have a lot of nostalgia for vice city i still think that uh the original soundtrack for final fantasy 14 is better than mm. Vice City's uh, I mean, what do you call it? A compilation no, I soundtrack? I, I don't. I don't think the original soundtrack to Final Fantasy fourteen is better than Vice City. No, as in OST, meaning the the, the OST thing. for a thing. Whereas you can't call what Vice City has an OST. It's not an original soundtrack. It's a compilation of music. The well, OST for Vice City is the stuff that was composed for Vice City. Hmm. Well, it says Vice City OST Volume One V Rock and lists the songs, which includes. Uh, you've got nothing coming by Judas Priest, so they are classing it as an OST. <laughs> um, Fine, and, and it whatever. is okay. We won't, let's take the whole COVID thing out of it. it. I listen to some of that music, and it just it makes me. I don't. It excites me in a way that is just. I, I don't know what it is. It's that musical feeling when you listen yeah, to stuff. Yeah, you pitch in a and you all get it. And it's like <laughs> that's fine. Oh my god, this is like Star Wars is to me. I listen to it. and I'm like, fucking hell. This is just everything in my body. Every sense is just firing all at once. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm fully erect. I fucking I can smell cake in the air. Like it's just amazing. And there's certain tracks in that Final Fantasy soundtrack that do that. Now, That's why you're so like, shit as bored and you're beating off the entire raid session. Playing with one hand is... Uh, yeah. You can't uh, be expected no, to dodge the boss but, moves. But, but, no, it's fair. I do want to say, the Vice City soundtrack, I would listen to that more in the car. Like, I wouldn't be putting on fucking Final Fantasy fourteen in the car and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to drive all the way yeah, back home to, the to Suffolk for <laughs> two hours listening to... Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, not a thing I'm going to be listening to, whereas I would you, listen to you say that, all of the bangers that are on that. I reckon if, you know, if you 
you go on Spotify, the, there is Final Fantasy fourteen soundtracks, you, but you've got to pass a lot of that. Say you pass that into a Spotify playlist of all the Final Fantasy fourteen bangers, you would have a very good trip down to Suffolk in your car listening to that playlist, I guarantee it. Hmm. I would also have crashed because I've been able to skip songs on my watch. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, if you, if you're crash. saying if you curated the uh, the playlist so it was just the bangers, then it'd still last yeah. you down to Suffolk because there's been so many expansions now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I looked on Spotify just then and it's 117 tracks and that's just from the base game. That's insane. There is a lot. I mean, I guess when it's you're making lot. music a for a virtual world, yeah. I suppose it adds up. Yeah, it's it's fourteen for me. <laughs> nah, it's a great shape. Fourteen, Final it's, Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, it's a very good shape. To yeah, be so fair. It took us around the houses to get there, but I did get us there. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't really complain about losing to Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm I gonna... think I still stand by Voice City being a better soundtrack, but to each their own. I would happily raid to eight his music. So, so I guess we're moving into Smash or Pass now, which is the we do this every uh, every podcast where we decide on a character we want to put in the famous famous game super smash brothers and we'll decide if it gets in that's a smash or if it doesn't it's a pass so jack is our is our smash smashy pasty oh my God. <laughs> which of your 16 google tabs are you gonna pick for your smash or pass today no it's all right i've, I've got it so first of all i got fucked last time goku should be in smash that is undeniable Get some tissues, mate. Just move on. No, look, on. Goku should be in Smash. That's <laughs> it's just objective truth. Um, but can't make the same mistake again. Uh, so it's going to have to be Vegeta. No, um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Kazuma Kiryu. Kiryu Oh, you naughty boy, Jack. You Kazuma naughty Kiryu. boy. Um, <sighs> he's got. Be. Better not be googling who. Kazuya Kiryu is. I'm going to oh, fucking come range your house. This is. Apologies. I was. Why did I? I thought. It was, yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. Okay. No. Fuck. Um. Go on. Go on. Let's get your case forward first. I mean, that, what do I, that's the first case. of all, he is a fucking brawler. He would be in. The, he would wipe the floor with Mario. Kirby would probably still fuck him up. But would you love to see Kirby's Kiryu? Oh, form? Kirby Kiryu. Kirby in a little suit. Would be cool. Oh my Kirby God. Kirby with a pot collar. It would be very cool. Yeah, and a cigarette. Not a suit. No, fuck, fuck the suit. He needs a tattoo on his back. <laughs> and he needs to be like with his little trousers. Oh, yes. Just like a little like proper Yakuza tattoo of King Dedede yeah. on his back. Yeah. <laughs> D- this is the strongest oh. introduction to Smash that's ever happened. And he already has. But let's 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 hear some moves because we mm. fucked we fucked Brandon over with the moves setting last time. So let's me. be I'm fair. I'm still a little so. bit mad about that, but yeah, go on. <laughs> well, it depends. You're going so you're going through one to six, which are the ones with uh, kill you in. I guess you've got alternate skins from Ishin, uh, so you can get like his period costume in Ishin, where he's in. I think it's Edo period Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he's got a lot of outfits anyway, right? Yeah, he's got uh, Majima as an assist trophy <gasps> would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He already pretty much has a selection of different, you know, the, the, grabbing a fucking bike and smashing the shit out of someone with it uh, as his moves. Um, I'm trying to think about his finisher, but it'd have to be his... Um, some sort of karaoke. Yes. I thought that. I thought it'd have oh, to be yeah, a karaoke yeah, mini game. It's either Imagine the kar- in the back clapping. Yeah. Right. 
Like you've just got to, <laughs> you got to hit it. <laughs> Is there a way that Nintendo would allow the weird phone sex mini game to get in or not? <laughs> it just calls a a number of Jav actresses to come in and. Jav is Japanese adult video for those that aren't perverts. For our one listener, Ed, he knows what that is. <laughs> Mr. Libido just in the back. Think of the fucking Camarocho stage you could be mm. in with oh. the gate in the background. Yeah, the Millennium the fucking... Tower. Fucking. To be fair, yeah. you could just getting would. blown up. You could have said Mr. <laughs> Libido for Smash, and I probably would have said I'd yes. I put him in as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Ready to spank the salmon. Yeah. Okay, we have a we have a slight problem here because the creator of Yakuza, uh, Toshihiro um, uh, Nagoshi, has apparently said because this is they they want him in fighting games, but he doesn't want he, he doesn't want him in fighting games because he doesn't want to see him beating up women. <laughs> so, so and I've, oh. I've got it right here. So okay, um, shit. Also, can we just remind people what uh, Nagoshi Toshihiro Toshihiro Nagoshi looks like? Uh, oh, what everyone should like? just Google Touch Hero Nagoshi. Does he look like a woman beater? What do you mean by that? What? No, he he looks like a fucking king. Uh, he is. He looks like exactly the sort Whoa, of person. Wow. Can you drop it? He looks like he's from the Yakuza. Can, can you just drop like it? To be Yakuza. fair, all those fucking voice actors did because all the voice actors end up looking just like the actual like the characters. Look uh, he's like not. The voice he's actors, the developer. Right? He's the no, developer. But, but also, okay. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, he's got a throne. Damn it! What the? Um. Yeah, like I, 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 I get that he doesn't want him beating up women, but yeah, I'm not going to deny that, man. And he says no, so I guess it's a pass. No, come on, like is Kirby a woman? <laughs> is Yoshi what a about woman? Peach. Yeah, is what Peach about a Peach woman? And the problem is the rest of the actual women, Jack. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all for equal rights and. Wow. Equitability between who gets the shit kicked out of them. Whether man, woman, or non-binary uh, fighter, you should be able to have Kiryu beat the shit out of you. That's going to get clipped and really hurt you <laughs> going forward in your entire life, Jack. You do know that. I'm mm. all for <laughs> equitability. I mean, with I... the people beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how much of a equal rights proponent I am. It's a smash from me. <laughs> it's a big smash. This is really hard because I, I fucking love him so much. And he, he is awesome. He and if you put the in. karaoke thing in there, that'll be he absolutely sick. In. He needs to be in. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what's putting me off. Maybe it's because... Again, I know he's not in a fighting game. I'll start then out. He's not in a fighting game at all. I don't know. He kind of already does this, right? He already does the fighting thing. Like, I just don't... There are so all many the characters that we put in Smash, Smash that so... do fighting. I know, but all the ones we put in Smash so far haven't been video game characters that fight other... Oh, I yeah, don't know. All this the other people in Smash, to some degree, fight. So that's a pretty silly argument, isn't it, Robert? I'd, I'd, but, but I don't know. Maybe it's because it's video game characters. I don't know. It's really cool, though. Like, I do I do really like the idea of him getting in there because you could do some really cool shit with him and he That's has basically everything for... That's it. Done. Yeah. I win. Oh, man. Robert, I win. 
He's in. Uh, he's in. What are you saying, Brandon? What are you, what are you saying? Brandon's I mean, it's got to be. I, I fucking love you, yeah. Kizu. It's got to be. You can't. I, I wanted to say no for the memes because the fucking dude who made him said, nah, he wouldn't hit women. But I think deep down, we all look at Kiri and think, nah, Hasn't he, he split it. off now, though? Yeah. Hasn't he gone and done his own studio? Kiryu? I've got to find No, Nagashi. I think he's split from Sega and has opened his own studio to do new games. I Until don't think 2021 he's... became oh, really? Direct. Yeah, I don't no, think he's, he's in the Korea. Yakuza studio anymore. So it's fair game General again. General Director of Ryu Gag Go to oh, Godoku Studio. <laughs> wow. Smash Studio. Yeah. Right, instead of Smash and Pass next week, we have Robert Speaks let's, Japanese. Let's do, yeah, let's do, let's do a wow. learner language section yeah. instead. Uh, yeah, let's put him in. Fuck it, really? put him in. He's, he's sick as man. fuck. He's sick as fuck. I love every him. single time we do this now, the first thing Kirby. is like, what would Kirby look Kirby. like if, it's brilliant. if you sucked him off and fucking blew him That's literally the only interesting thing about saying whether a character would be or not. Well, it's possibly the most important thing yeah. is how will Kirby Kirby look? is the main character of Smash. So. Kirby is the main character of the universe. I love Kirby. Of Kirby life. is the yeah. best. How many Kirby games have you actually played, though? Because I've played exactly he, I've not played that many. It's just the general vibe of Kirby is excellent. Of Kirby. He, all he does is improve people's lives and eat a lot. That's just what I want to do. Mm. Go to Switch Online. Get uh, Kirby's the golf game with Kirby. In. Oh, it's really great. fucking good. That's, that's, that's really not Kirby bad. Kirby Superstar. Yeah. It's like nine games in one, and it gives you everything you need to know about Kirby. But anyway, should we get on to the final bracket, boys? So, so we're putting him in. Yeah. So Kiryu's in. Kiryu's in Smash. Of course he is. He's um, getting the invite. So I believe the final bracket for best soundtrack. Is Robert with Star Wars? Are we saying Star Wars: A New Hope? Yes, we've said well, well, If Jack's going for, if Jack's going for every fucking Final of... Fantasy fourteen thing going, it has to be, it has to be the trilogy, okay, of Star yeah. Wars. So, so four, five, six. Yeah, okay. It's mm-hmm. it's up to you. I'm happy to pick an expansion if you want me to. How do you boys want to do it? What will make it easier? How about we do Star Wars 4, 5, and 6 against uh, Final Fantasy, the 2.0, and then the first two expansions of Heavenswood and Stormblood. So it's 3, <laughs> three v 3. Yeah. You like that? Can I can I drop Stormblood and put uh, Shadowbringers in there? Yeah, because Stormblood was a bit crap. Well, well that's the problem. Good tracks, that's what he's got to deal with, isn't it? That's what we got to deal with as well. Like, yeah, I'm going to pick Star Wars a new hope, but I'm going to drop the shit music. That's not how it works. How do you want to do it? I, the thing is, I don't... Star Wars... I mean, oh, uh, uh, Robert's okay. <laughs> dropping the shit music by not including 1, 2, 3, or 7, 8, 9. All right. All, uh, all uh, the fucking Star Wars against all of Final oh Fantasy XIV. Let's go. Let's okay, listen along yeah, live as that. we compare them both. <laughs> right. Starting from track one. Oh, my God, no. We have not got enough time for that. We've already been going on for a while with this. Um, Star Wars... Your parents will have watched it probably when it came out. You, when you grew up, were like, fuck yeah, Star Wars. And the soundtrack is instantly recognisable to any, anyone, anyone. It is the best. Okay. Uh, Counterpoint, my partner had not watched Star Wars until last year. Fell asleep within 15 minutes of A New Hope starting. Has she played Final Fantasy XIV? No soundtrack for that. No, she hasn't done that either. (laughs) Um... I think, although I have literally just like laboured the point that there is a song in the Final Fantasy sort of series that makes me essentially ejaculate, um, there are many songs from Star Wars that have done that. So, and that soundtrack. I, 
what more do you need me to say? I mean, I'd really like, look into your heart. Stay away look from into your heart, and not just two years in your life that you played a game. And I know Jack, Brandon, you played longer, and Jack, we, I know we played it a bit before. Um, I played Guild Wars actually, so it was a while ago. Um, but Star Wars has has defined, in a way, a genre. I mean, it is it is space opera. I mean, that's what it is. I think you can make that argument, and I, th- I think it's right. Yeah, I mean, you you also need to think about Flash Gordon and other classic oh, space Flash opera um, things, which did contribute there. Uh, but also, Final Fantasy has defined a genre. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking about Star Wars de- defining um, modern film scores, especially action movies, and then Final Fantasy defining basically Japanese and a lot of Western soundtracks for games. So I think that's fairly equal there. Um, you know, mm. there's a parity there. Yeah, I'm actually struggling a lot with it. And weirdly enough, they both have a Biggs and Wedge in. Um, <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Because they're both phenomenal in their own rights. And I, I actually don't know. We might have to make them a fight again. I don't know, man. I don't know where we go from this. Okay, I think Sokken is going to beat the shit out of John Williams. Yeah. Because he's 91 and will die soon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Quite right. Give us your case. You're not said too much. I want to say Final Fantasy just to be hipster, but like Star Wars has got such gravitas that you can't. But then again, it seems a bit cliche to put Star Wars at the top. So well, don't worry about that too much. Um, like It's Star Wars. It, it, like Rob says, it does have to be, really. Which annoys me, but like he's right. It annoys me to say that he's right. Yeah. Um, it, what about the, the prelude? Real quick, and just put it as my phone ringtone. Give me a sec. <laughs> From Final Fantasy, the prelude with the little like up and down the keys. Oh, that is true, though. I, that that's the equivalent. I think, it is I think the if equivalent. you're trying to find an equivalent of the opening trumpets to Star Wars, then Final Fantasy's prelude is the track that you would yeah. look at there, and maybe. If we're really struggling, and then that's where we compare side by side. I think I've flipped based on that argument now. Yeah, but like, I think, okay, so if you're going to say that, I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the do 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 that thing? Yeah. Okay. Fairy Phantom cool. from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> but, yeah. you, you were doing Zelda. Oh, I've done the wrong thing. I've done the wrong thing. What, what does it sound like? There's a thing in itself, right? Like, I mean, I like Final Fantasy. I know I've not watched, every, sorry, not played every single game or played more games outside of 14, although 14 is one we're talking about. Star Wars even though it may be shit and you may go into a film and you think, 
well, this film's not very good. It's not a very good review. You sit down in that cinema. Everything goes off. It is Star Wars. Bang. Da-da, da-da, da-da. The, the, the credits start rolling. You're like, why am I getting excited for something that people have said is crap? And it, it happens all the time. Those newer films were poo, man. They were poo. But I sat in that cinema, and as soon as that came on, my heart started racing. I was like, why? Why is this doing this to me? It is such, such an emotion that it invokes. I just... <laughs> Final Fantasy is not that to me personally, nor a lot of other people. Yeah, right? I don't think you can. Star say Wars that, is though. not that to a lot of other people. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's. It to, to I think it's to a lot more people though. A lot more people, in, and it is. I think in in the West, definitely. I think. Well, I, Final Fantasy to the people in Japan and other areas of Asia would have as much thing. Maybe Dragon Quest would actually have slightly more, to be honest. But Dragon Quest is not as big in the West. Um, like I, I think this is definitely a a guy growing up in the nineties and early two thousands in the UK's sort of viewpoint on this, and that's fine because it it is sort of it's where I'm coming from as well. That prelude has that effect on me in the same way um, that the fanfare for Star Wars has. I would say since Disney got hold of Star Wars that fanfare has much less of an effect on me to the point where I'm almost tired because I know it's going to be dog shit. Yeah, but we're not talking about Star Wars as a whole. It is, it is a surprise when there is something good. Andor was a surprise. The first season of Mandalorian was a surprise. The later seasons have sort of come back to what was expected. Boba Fett was definitely what was expected. Um, like, it's... Yes, I think the goodwill on John Williams' music is starting is going to start to wear thin for more and more people. Mm. Um, in terms of the promise of what is going to come after that music, not the music itself, which remains yeah, fantastic. I kind of think that's a separate argument there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I think it's the argument Robert was making was that the thing that comes after has you you're hyped for what comes after. Yeah, but because but of the it came from. But we're talking about it coming from somewhere, right? And it came from that trilogy. Well, it came from a new hope, right? And that, okay, fine, we're arguing that point, but it's that, it's that fucking punch in the face. Not punch. Yeah. Yeah. No, is that the right yeah, thing to say? No, I'd want. say punch in the face. Everywhere. And it's, it's just so forceful and it is, it, it just overwhelms you. And it's, oh, I'm ready for this. I'm, re- I'm ready to watch some space wizards fight. I'm, and I just absolutely love it. I love it with all of my heart. And I'm ready to it, understand it the politics recently, of the Trade Federation. But- yeah, it's my favorite part. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah. I think I kind of, I guess similar to what Rob was saying, and yeah, the shit Star Wars movies slash series, I've kind of dropped off Star Wars. The only, outside of, I think, Mandalorian, and I've not even been watching the latest season of that, Star Wars has definitely dropped in, in like, my rankings compared mm. to when I watched it as a kid. But the soundtrack from it, I always thought, does stand up. And you know... Star Wars music when it's playing. Everyone knows, yeah, that's Star Wars. Whether you think it's great, shit, or have any nostalgia for it or not, people know Star Wars or that opening punch track. In and in a similar vein, I guess Final Fantasy Fourteen has some incredible tracks. There's also some shit music and there's some shit fucking dungeons, alright? <laughs> Don't at me. But, you know, I'm not going to say, yeah, the music was great but then there was one crap dungeon so and, and the music wasn't very good for that so it's going to drop off. They all have highs mm. and lows, but I, mm-hmm. I think globally Star Wars is more recognisable and, and people 
sort of associate styles of it and recognise that soundtrack a lot more than they would recognise Final Fantasy fourteen. Even though also fourteen does have you know music from previous Final Fantasies or near and, and other video games put in. I do think Star Wars just has that gravitas to it that 14 doesn't. I'd rather play Final Fantasy 14 than watch Star Wars movie, but I I think I am leaning towards Star Wars, to be honest. Controversial. That's what I'm going to say. But what about the Lahi? Lahi's great. It's brilliant. Lahi is great. And I will go away from this now and listen to the Heavensward song again and again yeah. and again and again because I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the theme from the twinning, a long fall with oh, the yeah, guitar coming in. That's so that, good. Yeah, there's, there's phenomenal music for it. But I think also a thing that swings it for me when we were playing it a lot, um, we were fucking raiding, doing the same thing over and over again. I didn't have the video game music on. I had... Spotify. I think I listened to 2020, that rough year when we were all raiding. That was the year I got in the, like, I think top 3% of Drake listeners because I was had that on as my soundtrack for I mean, Final I Fantasy like raiding. I feel like disqualify you from the musical. Well, no, because uh, if it was a better soundtrack, maybe I'd have played that instead of having Spotify. You could have on. played better music, though. Could have played it. It could have been. Is what I'm there's saying. A, no, there was, a, there was a large mix, but um, I was just listening to other shit. And to be fair, if it was just the main opening theme of Star Wars for hours upon end as I slammed my forehead into the fucking mm-hmm. desk, maybe it would have gone on Spotify as well. But It was a bit weird when you weren't moving out the starting area for a while, but uh, just, I guess Yeah, you just hear a faint that. fucking scream in the background. <laughs> um, I think, nah, I think soundtrack, it, it's got to be Star Wars. Yeah. I, mean, so I, I, I can't be angry. I can't be angry at Star Wars. Man. I hate to get from um, away. I, I, I went yeah. for Final Fantasy fourteen partly because we'd all spent so much time personally with it. Yeah. Also because I knew it had the... Um, it, it was a love letter to other Final Fantasy games and other JRPGs in a way that might get me some brownie points. So mm. it was purely a cynical take. No, it's a great it's show. Like a, hey. It, it, it's brilliant. But, um, yeah. Yeah, the winner is Star Wars then. Have I won I think with won. Star Wars? Oh my god. Won with Star Wars. Yeah. I've won one. Finally won another one since the second the episode. The bloody underdogs hell. are coming up now, boys. Let's go. There we are. Yeah, we um, are. Bloody but hell. That, okay. that then Star Wars is, raises the question, Robert, what will be the theme buzzword oh, fucking what hell. have um, you for next episode whenever we end up recording that? You don't have any family functions coming up, do you? Or is your calendar clear? No. You good? Yeah. Don't don't blame this on me, mate. It's don't your fault. Th- we're, we're saying this, but because because uh, Brandon's now a um, a martial arts master, he's never available anymore. Well, so he's too busy kicking ass. What? So because I'm I'm in the fucking dojang from seven to eight <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the address of no. that? Can we just fully dox <laughs> Brandon and his, <laughs> dox his Brandon. taekwondo? You can wait outside and challenge him. Or we just actually record the podcast at live from the Dojang after I've done my session. Hey, bear that, you'll come down. Get your gear on. But yeah, what's your beer, Robert? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go down the food aisle because I think I always do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we go food again? Let's bring it back to food because we've done a lot of media at the moment. Um, I'm going to do best starter. Ooh. Or actually, let's not, let's not make it food. Let's just say best starter. All right. In general, starter. Do what you want with that, boys. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I see what you. It's totally. <laughs>
This, that's the thing, right? Like, I'd love to. I'd th- there are actually. This is gonna, this is really disturbing, and and you can search this at your own your own peril. Are, are you talk, but on talk TikTok, about TikTok and probably on YouTube, yeah, where they like, yeah, prepare. where they where they like get start a Pokemon, prepare like a Squirtle to make him into like mm. Shishimi, and it's like, mm, I don't know what I think about this one. <laughs> I am sad. Yeah, I felt bad, but I would eat it. So, I mean, does does <laughs> does Bulbasaur count? Like, could I eat that? Uh, yeah, it's a lettuce. Yeah, yeah, it's walking lettuce, it's though, a isn't it? Walking so... lettuce. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. Don't know. Plants move. Yeah, so... you could argue plants have feelings. So, um... <laughs> okay. Best start. Well, hmm. best start, boys. And this has been, I think, our longest episode. But I hope everyone's enjoyed us sort of debating about music. It's quite exciting. But maybe you, beautiful listeners, I assume uh, at home, maybe in your car, wherever you may be. Would like to get in touch with your opinion on why I was robbed, or what you think your best starter is, or even you know best husbando previous things we've spouted nonsense about. And there's a variety of places you can get in touch with us on. Uh, hey Ryan, what's the uh, that email address they could send an electronic mail to, please? Well, Brandon, it's uh, best butties with two T's and not two D's at. T- the best butties pod. No, there you go. At gmail.com. See, no one trusted me. No one ever trusted me. But I got <laughs> it right. Flawless so. victory. Yes. Best, and I was just going to say, best buddies is, is teenage girls. So please don't email teen, 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 <laughs> every single time. <laughs> but just, just to play it safe, man, stop, stop emailing teenagers, you weirdos. It's best B U T T I E S P O D at gmail.com. But. Hey, Mr. Winner Robert, I think people could also get in touch on the likes of an Instagram and or Twitter. Very, very much and or Twitter, but mainly Instagram. But that is at Best Buddies Pod. Enjoy it. Love it. We post on there. We'll post some more stuff on there. Not just the not just the episode stuff. And remember, time. you can play the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV with an expanded free trial, which is <laughs> with the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heaven Sword expansion and the Stormblood expansion up to level 70 for free with no restrictions on playtime. No way. They've added Stormblood now? That's pretty They've good. They've added Stormblood now, yeah. Yo. Can we get a dose, please? Because I want free merch from Final Fantasy, please. I genuinely I mean, do. I'm... I'm here oh the offer for stormblood ends may the 8th so it ends on my birthday get in there now hey, hey there we go um yeah i I should, not, on that I should not reinstall final fantasy 14 no i don't want to play with people either it's the same <laughs> anyway we've been great you've been better <laughs> goodbye <laughs> thanks for listening Bye, everyone. Bye. Love you loads. I love you. Bye. And that's put a song with no regard for copyright. Fuck you, Robert. <laughs> oh, don't get us, don't get us banned. <laughs>
That is Bill Murray. 